Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And we're so excited that you're here for a very big day. No. No? Honestly, I thought we were just going to play Wavelength and... Churros. We're going to talk about churros tonight, home. right? Yeah. Um, it's been raining a lot, so I was going to talk about that. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Um, how about instead, tonight, through the course of this episode... Okay. We talk about Disneyland's changes today, Walt Disney World's changes today, Walt Disney World's announces today, mm -hmm. or announcements today for both uh, Nighttime Spectaculars and a new attraction, and uh, a certain favorite Earl returning to Downtown Disney, perhaps. When did they announce all that? I and haven't heard anything. Maybe also a trailer. Huh. Let's wow. hit all that stuff in a half an hour. I sure. think we can do it. We hope you'll join us. What should people do, Katie? You should go to geekscorner.live and you should tell us what your favorite announcement is from this week. Because there's so many that every single one of you could have a different favorite. That is true. It's so many. And it could be about churros. Could be. I mean, we are getting to that time of the year where they start announcing new churros. Mine is about brownies. And I can really say that at any time of the year. <laughs> you really could. That's an evergreen announcement. Yeah. I was, I was thinking this. I'm like, well, yeah, we'll have these churros. And then there will be the next ones, and then the ones after that. And but will we get new churros for Princess Night? My guess is yes. I think that's a safe bet. Yeah. I don't know what they'll be, but... Um, strawberry, maybe? Something with, like, cinnamon oh, no. and strawberry? So my, my um, awful, awful one that immediately came to mind, because I think it's hilarious, is... This is the Aurora Churro. Yes, you will notice it is a deep purple. That is because it is infused with NyQuil. Because she's... Sleeping. Yeah, I got it. You know? And I, I thought they were going to fight over whether it was blue or pink. No. Okay. See, that's, that's... that's okay. Let's get right into this. Let's go. <laughs> Today it was announced that Disneyland is modifying its park hopping times, which means that come February 4th, you will be able to park hop from one park to the other if you have the right ticket or pass, key, whatever, at Bang. 11 o'clock instead of 1 o'clock. And um, what do you think about this first news of the day? I think the other thing, let's just while we're hitting Disneyland, we also will be getting um, free on-ride or attraction photo pass as well. Oh, I didn't even know that. Whoa. Yeah, that was that was one of the changes that came as Whoa. well. Oh. Uh, I genuinely didn't know that. I'm not playing dumb for a bit. No, that's that's really that's, that's there's a lot of there's a lot of information. There was a lot of news that happened yeah. today. Yes. So uh my first instinct is that I hope this is uh a gateway to no more park hopping time frames. Um that's mm -hmm. my that's my first thought okay. instinct. Um, my second instinct is extremely selfish, and that is we used to do rope dropping Lamplight Lounge, which opens at 1130. And it was, it could be difficult sometimes, but it was never super hard. But now that park hopping's at 11, and the restaurant opens at 1130, I think it'll be a bit harder now. Could be harder. So. I mean, it could go both ways, though. Because that can make it harder for Ogas, that can make it harder for mm -hmm. any of the... I want to go to the other park things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's fine. Like, I don't... 11 a.m. is also just a weird time. The thing I like about it is if you're in Disney California Adventure to start the day, you can now make it over to catch that cavalcade. Yeah. And also the band moment at the, the castle. Yeah. Um, because there are a couple things at Disneyland that are more time sensitive, I feel like, than Disney California Adventure. And so I think that's going to make it nice... Um, depending on what the schedule looks like for Lunar New Year, that might make it easier to catch 
like the first processional, the processional. or something like that. Just because it seems like by around noonish, eleven or twelve, that's when entertainment starts happening. So um, that would be potentially helpful, and uh, and I think it's it's a definite positive step in the right direction. And um, like, I don't know that I'm super stoked about it, but I'm also like I don't have a huge one way or the other. It does open up eating options, also though. It does. But yeah. Uh, over at Walt Disney World, this one is the one that excites me this, more, actually. I agree. I agree completely. There's a few things that happen at Walt Disney World. Number one, annual pass holders will be able to go into the parks without a reservation after 2 o'clock. Mm -hmm. Any day, yeah. except for Saturday and Sunday at Magic Kingdom. Which, yeah. That's fine. Expected. I am curious, though, can they park hop to Magic Kingdom if they've gone... Let's say you start at Epcot at 2 o'clock... Could you go to Magic Kingdom at 5 o'clock? That's my guess. I don't know. But who knows? It'll yeah. be very interesting to see how the letter of the law is enforced. Yes, I'm very intrigued by that. Um, so they, they've got that. Mm -hmm. It is now also free parking if you're staying on property mm -hmm. at one of the hotels. Um, and it was anywhere from 15 to 25, if I remember off the top of my head. And then they also are adding free photo pass on attraction photos for Genie Plus there, mm -hmm. where it was an upsell before with, was it My Memories? Uh, ma uh, memory Maker. Memory Maker. Um, so that's slightly different, and I've seen some people commenting, why is it different in Florida than it is in California? I'm like, well, they have two completely different systems mm -hmm. for how you get your photo pass. 100%. Um, of these three things, what do you think of them? What are you most excited about? Uh, I am, again, you're going to hear me say, like, gateway a lot tonight, or stepping stones. I do hope, maybe this is uh, false hope or something that I shouldn't uh, put all my eggs into, but I would love it if this was a stepping stone to getting rid of reservations for past Do you really think we're going to get to a, a no reservation point? I don't um, know. I think in the next three years we will, yes. I would love that. I just don't know that it's practical. Because I do see a business advantage that benefits guests uh -huh. by having some level of register of reservation. I would like to see a change to registration, where you can register to go on a day and you don't get penalized if you don't show up. I was so like, gonna say. I think Florida in that regard is is a better system. Yeah, that's my other thing. Is I would love if the next thing that we got at Disneyland was giving us the ability to cancel same day reservations. Because I just think it would take away an almost inflated demand that that maybe it exists maybe it doesn't but i do feel like there's like i've gone in on nights i went last week mm -hmm. one night because to, i hadn't gone in the park yet and i was yeah. like well i don't want to get dinged so i'm going to go in at nine ten o'clock well, at night and, and and you could even keep the the ding system if you say don't cancel your reservation you just don't show up but if i had the oh like where if you say i'm going to cancel if i had the ability yeah. to cancel same day that would get rid of a lot of headache um, I also think that giving us visibility to any misses that we might have would also be very helpful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. In fact, that was one of the reasons I went in is like, well, I know I got one miss, but it was like a year ago, yeah. six months ago. And then I started second guessing things and being yeah. like, well, maybe I missed it. And maybe I did. Yeah. So that, that would make life easier. Uh, yeah. I think that giving us um, insight into that and then also giving us the ability to cancel same day and us only getting hit if we didn't cancel it and didn't show up. I think that'd be great. Basically like a no call, no show if a you no work call, somewhere. no call, no show. Yeah, 100%. Okay. That's fair. Um, but 
I love the not needing a reservation. I don't think that's something we would see here just because we only have two parks instead of four. Well, and you think of how many people show up at four, six o'clock after work that mm -hmm. are locals with passes. Yeah. Like that's a pretty common thing to see. You know, I saw, I see every, I feel like every Friday night you see on Twitter, it suddenly explodes of like, yeah. oh man, making friends is terrible yeah. right now. You know, like there's always that thing kind of happening. And um, I don't know that that's something that would help anybody. Yeah, no. I just, again, Disneyland and Walt Disney World, as much as they are similar for being the two domestic parks, I think are apples and oranges. You have completely different uh, guest bases. You have completely different patterns that your guests are in. Um, obviously, as most people know, Disneyland is most like a locals park. So things that work at Walt Disney World well, don't think of our friends here. who are locals in Florida. Yeah. How differently they do their the local park yeah. compared to us. Like when we go see Mikey, uh -huh. Mikey has a very different routine than we have here in California. And, yeah. and it works out great, but it's it's just very different than, than what we have. And you can't have. walk on foot from one park to the other, which no. is something you can do here. That is, that is very true. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, I would like to see that cancellation thing. And I, I think Angela makes a good point is mm -hmm. if you had a day of cancellation, you wouldn't have people that shouldn't be going to the parks because they have a cold, they have whatever I've known friends showing that up have because had migraines that have yeah. gone in because they're like, yeah, I'm so sick. I want to throw up, but I don't want to get penalized. I don't want to get penalized. And they're miserable. Well, I think there's even you could take it a step further. Is there certain people that absolutely want to play by the rules all the time? Mm -hmm. That's not everybody. Like there's, there's, I think the majorities and then there's the ones on the either end of it, but there is a good group of people that are like, Hey, I don't want to get dinged because that's the same as failing in some ways or, yeah. you know, whatever. And I think in some ways it makes it even harder for them because they're like, well, I know I shouldn't do this cause I'll get dinged, but I also don't feel like I should go in because I got a sniffle or whatever it is. Well, I mean, my that kid's was, coughing, you know, whatever. That was your case. The one time that you've been dinged, yeah. it was a sudden onset. Um, yep. And I was sick. And it was completely unavoidable. And so it, I got dinged. It sucked. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Or a set number of cancellations per, per year. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And, um, and the weather that's also true this year is, is how unpredictable the weather has been. Like there's been days where they're like, oh, it's only gonna be cloudy and it ends up being rainy. And then Thursday was supposed to be raining all day and it only rained for half the day. And, and like, I went in for a rainy day cavalcade that didn't happen because they sent the parade instead. That was something that I noticed <clears throat> uh, last year, like all of last year, is the days that you would normally expect Disneyland to be dead. Like the really pouring down rainy days were still super crowded because people had reservations. Which it's not quite that bad this year. No. Because, I think people are preparing more. Well, now. and I think this year we've had more of a heads up on when it is going to rain. Mm -hmm. But last year we had a lot of, oh, we wake up and it's surprise, rain. Yep. Um, and so guests would still go and then it would be miserable and everyone would be slammed into these like small, mm -hmm. small areas, which is scary when there is a respiratory pandemic going on. Um, but that was like a total change of guest dynamic because normally it was like, oh, you go on a rainy day, no one's going to go. Yep. And now Or it's, the rain comes down, everybody leaves. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's like people feel that they have an obligation to yeah. fill because in a, in a sense they do so yeah i think if they even used the i don't know how to make it but like the so for the dining plan you have a two-hour window before yeah. your reservation that you can now cancel so i almost feel like if you had two hours before park hopping then 
why not? Yeah. Like, I think that that could be a, a unique way to, to fix it. You know, if you cancel by, I guess that'd be 9 o'clock in the morning. But I feel like that's still somewhat reasonable. Yeah, I agree. I, I also just think that, as we've all discussed, there have been so many things that come up. There's personal emergencies. There's illness. There's... Um, whether there's so many things that can come up on the same day. Um, and I think that we're moving past the need for this penalty system. Mm -hmm. I'm also curious to see how it changes guest flow at Walt Disney World, being able to come in after two o'clock without a pass. Like I have a pass there. Yeah. And he's going to gonna me, fly to Walt Disney World, walk in at 2 p.m. just to say he did it and then fly home. Well, I probably wouldn't worry about getting a first day reservation yeah. anytime I fly out. Because usually I fly out and I land late afternoon, early yeah. evening, and then I race to Epcot or something. And But now you could just go. Yeah. And there's no penalty there, so it's not like it's a huge deal. Yeah. But I still have this kind of like, I want to do it. And There's know. no headache of having to make sure that you have reservations. Carried. And that's actually the hard part is sometimes getting, like on the last trip actually, which didn't matter because they all got closed anyway. But um, the getting the reservation for my first day in, mm -hmm. for whatever reason that was it Wednesday, was busier than everything else. And that was one of the days where it was like, oh, I had to pick a park I wasn't necessarily looking forward to and, and whatever. Disney's so Hollywood Studios. It'll be interesting to see. Um, I don't even know if that was the park. It but... wasn't. Um, oh, okay. But it, it was, you know, it's just one of those things that yeah. I think it, it takes off the pressure of having to figure out how to do all of these different things just to go to Disney. I and agree. Um, and the only other thing I would say they need to simplify are those garbage cans in Tomorrowland. <laughs> I should have known this was going to come up. <laughs> we had dinner in Tomorrowland on Sunday night, and there were garbage cans that I kid you not, I walked up and I legitimately stood there confused because I wasn't sure what went in where because there was, was it four recycle, options? No, recycle, compost. But the second one had two. No, there was like was... a left side and a right side on one of them. Well, for, one of them was recycle and yep. that's also where the cup or the liquids and ice go. Mm -hmm. Then you had compost. But there was two options there. But that's the, those trash cans exist other places. Okay, it's still an option. And then there's compost, which is food, and then there is um, like landfill, garbage things. Mm -hmm. I will say, and this is ugh, this is gonna be so annoying. It's gonna sound like we're nitpicking. I will say, I am trained by my job in composting, and I was still a little confused because it's a lot. So I was just. There was too many options, and I didn't know what fit where, and it felt like what I had didn't fit in the slots that they were giving me for what it was, and so I was just like... Also, the descriptions were a little confusing yeah. that were on the, the cans, and yes. So I hope someday they can come up with a simpler system that gets the same outcome. Anyway, I think this is a great change to spontaneity of being a pass holder, and I think that that's what pass holders got passes to do, and I'm excited to see spontaneity come back. Should we move topics? Sure. I guess we can, yeah. Um, yeah, Clocky's right. Eat it, plaza in. They'll take care of it. Mm -hmm. Same with over at, uh, what is it, Paradise Gardens. Um, all right. We also learned today, after a bit of a tease yesterday, that Tron Light Cycle Run will be opening on April 4th, 2023. Um, it was very fun to watch the internet explode, including our team at Daps Magic, as they all told me, this is for sure what this code means. And I am pretty sure that nobody was right. I would like to say, before anyone, before 
anyone wants uh -huh. to point fingers at me, because I know some of you do, because I'm a very absolute person, I never said definitively. Oh, I didn't think you did. No, I'm just making yeah. sure. Okay. I'm making sure, because when you say the staff was swearing up and down about something, I know that people are going to think that it was me. No, no, I'm I mean, abrasive. I just think people all over were. Um, it was no, funny was watching sure chats knew. and Twitter and everywhere else. Like, this is what it is. This is what it means. And I don't think I saw anybody be right, no, because which was very fun. The code was actually weirdly broken up. I agree. Uh, if you go to Scott Gustin's Twitter, you can kind of see this, uh, the way that it was. Yeah. It was, the code was in three different lines. Yeah. It uh, didn't really make a ton of sense. Um, but also, I'm enjoying that they're having fun. Oh, no, I thought, it was, I thought it was hilarious. I, I was very amused by the whole thing, and it was fun to watch it play out. And, like, I just kind of was like, I'm not even going to guess because this is so convoluted. And I've got people texting me out of nowhere. They're like, this is what it means. I'm like, okay. And I think my favorite, though, was us sitting in a Starbucks, and we were just kind of like, huh, what does that mean? That's weird. Yeah. Um, I was absolutely asking people that were smarter than me. Um, I will say, though, because I need to say it. I said it on Twitter, but I'm going to say it again here. Why was Disneyland on that list, huh? I like the Electronica thing. But that, it wasn't DCA. It was know. Disneyland. I don't know. I'm a little suspicious because they had Shanghai Disneyland. Maybe the code isn't done yet. They had Shanghai Disneyland's opening. Maybe they're going to continue this all the way through April 4th. They had... Uh, Magic Kingdom's opening, and they also had Disneyland's opening. Here's what I would like to see happen. If I were putting on my Imagineer hat today, I would like to see them. Remember they were going to build that big parking lot across Harbor Boulevard <laughs> with Paradise the walkway? parking lot. Yeah, baby. Yeah, knock all that stuff down. You own it already. Put it over there. Have a cool walkway that they didn't want because if you're walking in from a parking lot, you're taking, you're taking away... The business. The, the business. business, yeah. However, if it's just becoming an extension of Disneyland, like, think of this as a new version of Disneyland Forward, where you go across this cool tunnel <laughs> overpass thing. What was it? Carousel? Is that what it's called? The Carousel? I don't remember. I just remember calling it Expansion East. Yeah. So, anyway, so. you go over there, and you've got this fun little Tron area that's um, almost Tomorrowland 2 or 3.0, maybe feels very Tokyo Disneyland Tron or Tokyo Disneyland Tomorrowland, and then you put the whole thing there because there's actually space for it, and everybody wins. You still have your submarines. You still have your Autopia and your monorail, whatever. Maybe even make the monorail stop there. I don't know. But I think it'd be hilarious to put this attraction outside of the current area of the park and expand it. What do you think? I think that is such a silly idea, but I kind of love it. That's exactly my thought. Like, yeah. at first, when I first said it, I was totally joking. And then I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Chris is exactly right. Tron with a plaque that says, Side of the Former Quiznos. <laughs> Maybe you even do, like, you know how they hat tip to um, former attractions? attractions? You nod to, like, the former things that were at these. The lights go green and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but I think... the subway colors. I don't um, know what Quizno colors are. Aren't they, like, red and... I don't know. Black I should ask something. Kelly Unruh, um, former Geeks Corner guest, Kelly Unruh. But I, I when I first said it, I thought it was stupid and hilarious, and then I started thinking about it more. I'm like, well, why not? They're not using it for a parking lot. I mean, they are, but not the one they wanted. Maybe they even put the parking lot under it. They bump it up. Parking structure with yeah. <laughs> draw my cycle on top. 
Imagine the views, especially during fireworks. Like that would be super cool. Like it's it's very cool. All right. Um, another thing that's happening at the Disneyland Resort is well, it already did happen. Is La Brea Bakery closed? Rather unexpectedly, on Monday morning, from what we heard, people came in and were told they were done, and, uh, and that was the end of the story, which is very sad. Yeah, um, the I don't like silver lining that. of that story. However, is that Earl of Sandwich will be returning to that location for a temporary stay, I guess you could say, and it'll have a grab and go, and it'll also have a table service, which I just want to see how that works. Like, I want to see Earl of Sandwich tables. Like, do you still we get it already... in, in the wrapped? We have already planned that the group chat will be going <laughs> to table service Earl of Sandwich. But I just want to... I have zero expectations. Um, and then that location will be probably raised to the ground, but it will be definitely have a lot of construction happening there for Portos. Yeah, have you not heard that phrase um, before? Oh, okay. Sure haven't. It's a phrase. Okay, um, I believe you. Yes. But um, then it'll be the home of, of Porto's, and Woo! hopefully Earl will end up somewhere else in downtown Disney, and it's absolutely the Main Street Electrical Parade of downtown Disney. Like, that thing just keeps coming back. How many times is it closed now? Three? Uh, two. Two. Okay. But it will be three soon. Yeah, because that one will have to close <laughs> to move. I am so thrilled, not because of anything that's on the menu, because, like, Earl Mac and Cheese is great, right? Love that. Um, cookies are good. The, the sandwiches are good. The brownies. I like you the cookies too, though. Okay, then you can sit with Hopper, and you and Hopper can eat the cookies. Because when I and was, it, when I would take breaks at East, I would go down to Earl. I would get a brownie. She would get a cookie. We would get whatever sandwich. But the yes. Earl of Sandwich brownies. <sighs> I'm so happy that they're coming back. Also, uh. Our boss used to, when he would do surprise visits, uh, you'd always see him with an Earl of Sandwich cup in his hand. So we texted him to congratulate him. Um, and he was very happy to have a little soda cup from Earl of Sandwich again. There you go. Um, but yeah, honestly, and th this is next month. Like, yeah, this it's is gonna, next month. Well, it's not going to take that much. Like, well, it's going to look the same. I'm sure. assuming it's literally just swapping out. I also wouldn't be surprised if they did an alien pizza planet and just put the tarp and it's like Earl of Sandwich. Well, if it's not staying and they're going to knock it down. I mean, like, it's also what they're doing at Wonderground right now. Yeah. So it's very, it'll be very interesting. It'll also be interesting to see how long it actually stays. Yeah. Um, because I, they didn't My guess indicate like that at all. about a year. That's Maybe. Been, that's I could imagine it being done before the end of the year. Yeah. Like I could see it. So that's about a year. Making it through the summer and being. Like February to. September. I don't know. Okay. It'll be interesting. I mean, it'll depend on when Portos is ready to go. It's true. And when do you want to do construction there? Like, honestly, maybe it should be a year, so you should wait till... Although, no, because then you've got the uh, Run Disney race next year mm -hmm. and construction right in the middle of it. Yeah, I don't you know. can't do that. It's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, we also learned, heading back over to Walt Disney World, that the barges are out. Harmonious is out. Disney Enchantment is out. We actually knew the latter two were. And that we will get the return of Happily Ever After. It sounds like the change will be that, um, yes, the change will be that projections will be added to Happily Ever After on Main Street. And we will get Epcot Forever back for a limited run until the permanent show at Epcot is announced and makes its debut. I would tend to guess that will be October 1st, 2022. <gasps> No way. Yeah. What's the significance of October 1st? I don't know. Oh, okay. 
Could they just lose a lot? 41 years. <laughs> 41 years ago today. Um, this was I mean, they might, do the, they might do the uh, soft opening thing on the 29th or something, yeah. too. But uh, what do you think about... Let's start with barges. I mean, we've kind of talked about Disney Enchantment going away. Is That one just didn't connect the way that I think they hoped it would, even with the changes with, with Walt, Roy, I and Mickey added. I enjoyed Disney Enchantment, but it was not happily, happily ever after. Correct. So... Um, and so it'll be great to have Happily Ever After. It's just got something that moves you a little bit more. I agree. Um, Harmonious, I like the show. Like, I, I love really enjoy show. Harmonious. Um, it's just I don't love the barges. The barges I have a problem with. Like, it, especially during the day. And if I'd have been smart, I would have pulled the vlogs of the first time we've all seen these things because they're just massive and you can't grasp how big these things are until you see them until you see them and every yeah. time i've gone back since first seeing them that first time you walk around the corner over to world showcase lagoon you have that moment of like oh my that's big mm -hmm. and well and i was saying i want to be able to stand at any point in world showcase and look across and like to me, that's part of the beauty of Epcot is being able to, um, like, look at all this. And the water is gorgeous. And Especially at sunset. Like, I can't think or can't, I think of how many times I've taken pictures across to maybe Spaceship Earth. Or maybe. From Japan. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe from, um, like, China towards Italy. Mm -hmm. Or, like, there's just so many really fun places to get sunset pictures, but other times of the day, too. And the the barges definitely had an obstruction to them that didn't feel magical at night they looked magical during the show during the during the show especially yes. if you were like i i would encourage anybody who's going between now and what is it april 2nd 3rd second, whenever second when it closes um i guess i can look at the notes but um but if you're going before it goes away if you can watch on the spaceship earth side of things because if you're looking at it from right there april 2nd um i was surprised how much more awe-inspiring mm -hmm. everything was like the fountains the projections all of it was much better whereas if you're on the back side or the sides it's kind of gets lost and you focus on the fireworks a little bit more it's also just it wasn't a show that could have been watched from all angles um, if you were kind of on the side, I think it was a less pretty view of everything than in other spots. Well, that's what I'm saying. You had to look at the fireworks. Yeah. So, honestly, I think that Harmonious was a fantastic concept that the execution just lacked for me, um, with, specifically with the barges. If it had done an Illuminations thing, they had rolled out. And um, I just don't know how you get those out every time. You don't. <laughs> They're too big. You don't. But... Had it done something like Illuminations and the globe rolls out at sunset or whatever, I would have been so much happier. So what do you think's next? Um, like, is there going to be... Forever? Yeah, is there going to... Like, what's the next... I don't want to call it a gimmick, but what's that next central iconic thing that will make whatever the next show is amazing? Illuminations, reflections of the universe. Not reflections of Earth. So we get, we get the sun instead of the Earth or what? Um get neptune uh no i to me and this is my humble opinion i truly believe that every nighttime spectacular so epcot forever and harmonious have been battling with illuminations um and i think that it is 
I'm so sorry to say it because I love both of these shows. I think it's a losing battle because Illuminations is, I think, threaded in the Epcot history and iconography. Well, and Illuminations had things you didn't expect that were wow moments when they when it came. And I think they attempted that with, with the barges. Mm -hmm. But the hard part is there's fountains everywhere. Mm -hmm. Go to Vegas, there's fountains. Go to... You know, half of any nice hotel probably has fountains that can be synchronized to water. Mm -hmm. LED walls are now everywhere. They're yeah. on the freeway. They're in churches. They're in, you know, like Disneyland all over the place. Like, mm -hmm. they're not new things. And putting them together, I don't know, was iconic. Or, you know, it didn't blow me away enough to be like, oh, they did a completely, un you know, surprising it thing there. It flipped it on its head. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so there wasn't that moment of, like... The first time when you saw illuminations where the fireworks shoot off from the shores all around you, and you're like, "Oh, what's going on here?" Yeah. And even the even when the um, the globe would open, you're like, "Oh, I didn't see that coming." Yeah. Like there wasn't that like that magic trick moment. That new and unexpected mm -hmm. thing. And I will say, Epcot Forever when it opened, the fire or the firework kites had that moment of yeah. like, "Oh, this is way cooler than I thought it was going to be," but I also knew it was coming. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm very curious. Like my thought being, and this is just throwing it out there with without any foresight or anything on this, is um, what about something like what they're doing at Disneyland Paris with the drones? I would. Love um, I think they've done some really cool things with that, and if they could do it safely and um, make it work, I think you could probably do something with drones. But at the drones same time, in combination with an with pyro and yeah. Yeah, a new whatever that thing is, but we'll see. I don't know. We'll keep following this and see what it is. Um, as we head into Geeks Corner Plus, Welcome. we got a new trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. What did you think of this trailer? Quantumania. Every time I hear Quantumania, I think of Listomania. Okay. The song. Do you know the song? No. Oh, okay. That's fine. Um, somebody <laughs> didn't listen to K-Rock in 2010. Um, no. It's fine. And a car that didn't have an Ant -Man. aux cable. Uh, <laughs> Ant-Man, I am so stoked about Kang. Like, so stoked. Mm -hmm. um, mainly because I think the MCU needs another big bad to focus on. Um, and obviously, like, Thanos was built up for 10 years, almost. Something like that, yeah. Because um, he made his appearance in Ultron, I think, was the first one. Um, so I'm very excited and I'm a bit interested because this trailer shows us a lot in my opinion, but I also think that Marvel is pretty good at misdirecting. So I'm hoping it's misdirecting because the one thing, having watched the trailer a couple of times now, it looks great. Mm -hmm. It has a little bit of Dr. Strange-ish stuff going on. It feels like yeah. there's a little bit of, you know, there's a lot of things going on. I'm hoping it still feels like Ant-Man. Yeah. Like, I hope Scott Lang doesn't become too serious and too much the superhero as opposed to the accidental superhero, which is really what he is. And I love that, yes, he's a good hero, but he also tends to fall into things. And his success is almost as much luck as it is Ant everything Man's else. Ant-Man is the Baskin-Robbins guy. Mm -hmm. Like, he's the Baskin-Robbins guy that went to jail. Which the first trailer heads that way. Yeah. So I'm hoping that ends up happening more in this. And it could be and Cassie know, ends up being the... I know that they wanted to make Ant-Man 
less of a lighthearted franchise, but I'm like, I think that's part of its appeal. Um, so I'm a little worried it'll get too, like... Yeah, my, I don't want it to get too serious. My biggest fear is that I'll walk out being like, that was heavy. Yeah, I don't want it to get too serious. Yeah. And I also don't want it to be formulaic. Yeah. Because I have felt there is maybe a formula that I'm sensing and feeling with Marvel. I, I won't even, even say just movies. I think everything Marvel's putting out lately, you can kind of predict this is what's going to happen in this episode. This is how it's going to resolve in that episode. Like, I feel like there's a, this is what happens in episode five. And, yeah. you know, maybe different things happen, but you know, this is where that part of the story this is. This is where the arc goes. Yeah. And I think that's something that they have to challenge themselves to get out of. And I think same with their movies is there's definitely that kind of like, okay, I'm, I get it. Like, this is how it's going to play out. And so I haven't had the same urgency to see the recent Marvel films as I had leading up to phase four. Mm -hmm. And it's suddenly been like, oh, okay, I think I get this already. <laughs> and yeah. and I haven't felt like I've lost anything by not being there opening night. Um, and there hasn't been really any major I still, surprises. I that... still haven't even seen Thor Love and Thunder. You can. I could. It's on yeah. Disney+. Plus. Yeah. I just haven't. That's, well, there you go. Um, anyway, I'm looking forward to the movie. Um, I'll be curious to see how good it actually is or isn't. And, uh, and I'm looking forward to the bonus features that come with it whenever it gets released on home entertainment releases uh, because in general those are really good all right we have one more surprise for you in geeks corner plus <gasps> and our good friend drew who made the logo actually both of the logos we used tonight uh he makes a thing called crack pretzels and they're called crack pretzels because they're really addicting i guess i don't know so Katie has never had a cracked pretzel, but I thought, because Drew's such a nice guy, and we just saw him in Palm Springs like a week and a half That's ago. so fun. That you should try a cracked pretzel. I feel like this is a setup. It's not. I would eat all of these by myself. In fact, walking out there or out here with them, I had to like hold myself back from just eating them. So basically what you do. I don't want to know. Oh, you don't want to know? No, not until I eat one. Okay, you eat it and then I'll tell you what, what you do. not what I expected. I expected them to be sweet. No, they're not. So it's basically the powdered ranch dressing, mm -hmm. but I got Fiesta Ranch by accident, which gives it a little bit of a kick. But normally you do a regular ranch dressing with like cayenne pepper and a couple other little things. Mm -hmm. And you you put the um, pretzels in, in oil, olive oil, whatever it is that you use, and so that the, the powder will, like you mix up the powder so in another bag make it all stick, then you cook it, or bake it, roast it, whatever you want to do. I roasted it in the June oven because it was quicker that way, and then you're good to go. June oven sponsor us, please. Yes, they kind of already did. But um, Drew gave me this recipe. This is with Fiesta Ranch. I want to try it with regular ranch because I think it's delicious. What do you think? They're very good. Honestly. They're dangerous, aren't they? Like, if they were just sitting there, you I wouldn't like, even think about it. I like it. the kick. Um, I honestly would have pegged them for something, like, cheesy. You could, has, I bet you could do that, though. But it has a cheesy, mm -hmm. like, not texture, because they're pretzels. There's um, a smell, though, that almost seems like it could be. That's why I kept smelling them, because I couldn't peg mm -hmm. what the smell was. Yep. No, they're very good. And I will say, I am not a ranch person. I do not eat ranch. These are good. So, Drew, if you're watching, 
You converted her. All right. We are running out of time. Katie, what should people do? You should go eat ranch uh, <laughs> by the handful. Just go get ranch and, yeah, and just, drink it. Just put a straw in there, baby. Uh, and then you should go to dapmagic.com with ranch in hand. Use your clean hand, please. Uh, and subscribe to our mailing list where you might hear more about ranch. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can find our Patreon where we don't talk about ranch, but we could change that. But I will be talking about my special event that I will be going to tomorrow night on Patreon tonight because I think it's a pretty cool thing. And uh, that's the best place to get to know things early. And also we want you to help us on Patreon decide what photos should be in the frames. And so anything that I have taken or Katie has taken is Mr. fair Max games. Mr. is like not a fan of the fact that I said that every frame back here should be photos of me. So like if you guys could back me up on Patreon, that'd be super sick. Anyway, anything that's I've taken on my Instagram, you can oh, vote. no pictures of me on your Instagram. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so anyway, <laughs> Taryn did drink ranch as a kid. And Taryn, I ate butter as a kid. This is why You'll have friends. to have some crack uh, pretzels, Taryn. Um, hopefully you'll like them. But anyway, that is all the time we have for you this week. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'll have all the Disney 100 stuff coming, along with Magic Happens Parade. You won't want to miss any of that. But that is all the time we have for tonight. So we will see you around the corner. Bye.